Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. That's right. Okay, on this, well, December 29th. Fantastic Friday. Yes, it is. We're going to have a Do Not Fear scripture from 1 Chronicles 28.20. 28.20. David also said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you until all the work for the temple of the Lord is finished. Hallelujah. There you go. So, as we close out this year, very We're going to reflect a little bit on Christmas just past. Okay. And maybe Christmas past, Christmas to come. We've been doing that this week. Yeah. And felt led to share this today. And I'm happy, 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 happy to be joined by my wife of 51 years, 9 months, and 25 days. There you go. Hallelujah. C.S. Lewis, the renowned theologian, once said, The Son of God became a man to enable men to become the sons of God. That's a great quote. Yes, it is. When we spend time with our Heavenly Father on Christmas and any other day, our hearts will be filled even if our stockings aren't worked. Someone once said, he who has not Christmas in his heart will never find it under a tree. That's right. As a matter of reflection and preparation, I want to share with you Ten Commandments for Christmas. Now, I know you're thinking Christmas is over, but... We can always learn and plan for the future. The following contains some good advice that will keep us, well, will keep selfishness in check at Christmas and every other day of the year. Number one, thou shalt not leave Christ out of Christmas, making an Xmas to some X is unknown. Number two, thou shalt prepare thy soul for Christmas. Spend not so much on gifts, that your soul is forgotten. Three, thou shalt not let Santa Claus replace Christ, thus robbing the day of his spiritual reality. Number four, thou shalt not burden the clerk at the store, the mailman, the merchant, with complaints and unreasonable demands. You may not think they're unreasonable, but they might. Number five, thou shalt give thyself Hallelujah. Thou shalt give thyself with thy gift. This will increase its value a hundredfold, and he who receiveth it shall treasure it forever. Number six, thou shalt not value gifts received by their cost. Even the less expensive may signify love, and that's more priceless than silver and gold. Number seven, thou shalt not neglect the needy. Share the blessings with many who will go hungry and cold unless you and I are generous this Christmas season. Eight, thou shalt not neglect the church, its services, because we need to highlight the true meaning of the season. Number nine, thou shalt be as a little child, not until thou hast become in spirit as a little one, art thou ready to enter into the kingdom of heaven. 
And number 10, thou shalt give thy heart to Christ. Let him be at the top of your Christmas list. And that's extremely important. Remember the words of Ecclesiastes 5.19 in the New Living Translation, which says, And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy, to enjoy your work and accepting your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. Christmas for us is always a time of reflection of Christmas past, days gone by, children sharing their memories, and learning of, well, from others, from grandma, grandpa. That's what my wife and I do. Hallelujah. There's a tendency this time of year to focus on the wrong things. There seems, it seems there's entirely too much time and money spent on gifts that we give others. And the ones who give us, and yet not enough time spent on the ultimate gift giver. At the center of these memories, just how much and how good God is. He gave the, the ultimate gift, His only Son, so that you and I can have life eternal and abundant. Some years back, our youngest daughter, Zan, who got on a plane this morning to fly back to Seattle from spending Christmas with us. Some years back, she sat down write some of the things that were stirring in her spirit. In fact, I remember the day she wrote what we're about to share. It touched my heart then, even as it still does today. And you know, one of the things that we're bringing up is that Christmas is past, it's true, but you know, all the things that we go through, we need to remember that we didn't just attend festivities at Christmas, or as they say at Easter, or at other times, but that we keep and attend those things in our heart all the day long and all the year long, really. So anyway, even though she, like we hear all was saying, is winging her way back to Seattle, Washington, very early this morning when she left, you know. She's in our heart. That's right. And the things that are that touch us over time are the things that we remember year after year. So we're going to we're going to read this poem. I'm going to read it to you that she wrote many years ago. And sometimes we have shared it during the Christmas season it says of all the things we children love involving the Christmas season, there is one activity above them all that gives us a reason. The delicious food is appetizing and the lights can't, you can't ignore the tree with its presence is tantalizing and the holy spread across the floor. But the real miracle, the gift of love, has surrounded us this season for ages. Rich people, poor people, and those middle class buy gifts with their hard-earned wages. All the delight of that one day and one night when we gather together to rejoice the birth of our Savior, our God, and our King, in exaltation we lift up our voice. My favorite Christmas to date would have to be the one already begun. In my favorite home with my favorite people, it could have not gone more according to plan. My grandmother met us with a smile so genuine, my heart began to cry, and my grandfather hugged me in his humbling way that our joy could be seen from the sky. Christmas time together, we children cherish forever. Remember the rest of our lives, or really the rest of our days, 
When we grow older and these memories grow colder, then somehow begin to fade. The traditions we pass down with a love that's all around make these memories seem to stay. So of all, hallelujah, of the memories and all the traditions that have been passed down to me through my life, baking rolls with my daddy and talking with my Grammy seem to be the highlights I remember in life. God gave me a purpose and put me here, put me where I am with specific idea in mind. And the family he gave me is perfectly wonderful and it's true that we're one of a kind. Enjoying this holiday is not hard for any man, woman, youth, or child. Looking at the faces of the ones I love, my heart has done nothing but smile. So thank you for the memories, thank you for the love, and thank you for the gift of laughter. Because when I grow older, my memories won't be colder, but will last until the hereafter. Wow. My children will know all the traditions you showed me and will remember the true meaning of the season. For in the, that town of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, this holy, this holiday began for one reason. Wow. She's a talented little girl. She was, and this was years ago. Yeah, it was years she, ago. And she wrote it in just a few minutes. It blessed me more then uh, and still even more so today. That's it. As you, um, you and I are making this call today, honey, yeah. our family has gathered. We've had a wonderful breakfast story. And, yeah, you know. as we, well, as we put it together a few days ago. Yeah. But, you know, the point of it is, is no matter what, you know, what you were able to enjoy or Maybe you lacked some this year. Sometimes we have had no children here. But the point being is that those memories that linger are the ones that we remember forever. And even if it was maybe a little bit dry this year for you, we can think back, and that's kind of what we did when we were all together, um, especially before she left, you know, early this morning. Last night we were thinking about the memories that, and what they mean to us of all the people that have now some of them gone on. But the point of it all is whether you're in your own family listening to us right now, you are for sure in the family of God. Not only, hallelujah, not only that, but the Lord is thinking about you at this very moment. Hallelujah. You may say, well, I wish I'd had some of those memories to think about. But you do because you've had memories of past and they can only get better. Psalm 40 verse 17, Living Bible says, I am poor and weak, yet the Lord is thinking about me right now. Wow. Sometimes it's the dry seasons that make us really enjoy the seasons when we do have friends and family around. Not only that, that you may have not had a you know even a present under the Christmas tree for yourself this year. But God has something planned for you and always does. Psalm 40, verse 5, Psalm 40, verse 5, contemporary English version. Yes, Lord God, you, Lord God, let me start over. You, Lord God, have done many wonderful things and you planned marvelous things for us. No one is like you. I would never be able to tell all you have done. We can also shout because God will never leave or abandon us. 1 Kings 8, 57. 1 Kings 8, verse 57. The Lord our God be with us. 
as he was with our fathers, let him not leave us nor forsake us. But there is really so much more to this promise. He's not only with you, he's going to do something else for you. Jeremiah 32.40, Jeremiah 32.40, New Living Translation. It, it'll make you shout and jump and shout hallelujah, even if there's nobody in the house. Because it says, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me, and they will never leave me. I will never stop doing good for, for them, them. And they will never, yes. So, you know, the point being is we were reflecting a little bit about, well, Christmas 2023. But as we approach the new year, we need to remember that no matter what our Christmas was like, the Lord always has us in the palm of his hand. He's getting ready to open up a brand new year. And as we leave memories, good or bad, in the rearview mirror, that he, we have his promises every day that he'll never leave us or forsake us. Mm -mm. And that's why we like remembering these words as Ian. There's things in our past. We that cherish give us, that. Yeah. But even more. We need to cherish the words in the scripture, the promises of God. That's it. And that's how you can have the best Christmas ever. In fact, don't wait till next Christmas. Start right now. If you want, in the new year. Celebrating the blessings of God. Talking about it. A few days ago, we did 20 questions Ask That's right. for you to have a better year. And you need to uh, you need to think about those. That's it. Go back and listen to it again. In fact, all the teachings we've done since Christmas. God bless you. Hallelujah. Until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.